on this week's episode of Third and Forever. Kevin and I discuss technically week two of the preseason, but really the first games for most of the teams, unless you were the Cowboys or Steelers. We're going to go through all of the rookie quarterbacks making their debut and maybe one second year quarterback who's dressed for the first time rookie and and then we're going to talk a little bit about our team's games the vikings and packers not a whole lot there and then we're going to spend the majority of the episode talking about hard knocks episode two all right let's go Forever presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co host, Kevin Olm. Kevin, how are we doing? Uh, I've been riding high ever since I saw Jordan Love in a Packers jersey with shoulder pads. Um, it was a good feeling. I bet. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, it, all right. So let's, while we're here, let's talk about our team's games. Okay. Yeah. We can um, start with that. Let's start with the Packers because he. So do we, like you said, Jordan Love? Yeah, I think it was a more, like this game for the Packers, the first preseason game this year was was more important than the Vikings' first preseason game. Yep. Just basically just for one guy, and that's mm-hmm. Jordan Love. And so, you know, he got his first real live NFL snaps, and I thought he looked pretty good. He had a 110 passer rating, he got a touchdown, he had a really nice throw kind of mm-hmm. up the seam to Jace Sternberger, right? I think. Uh, yes. Yeah. No. I don't know. No. Uh, Hill. Kylan Hill. No, that was a touchdown. Oh, 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 oh I thought you were talking about the touchdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Sternberger one. And so 34. I think, I mean, granted, you know, he's he's going against a backup defense, right? Mm-hmm. So, and and also we have to say, against the worst team in the NFL, probably most likely this year in the Texans. The so, Detroit Lions would like a word with you, but my, the Texans are gonna be worse if if Watson doesn't play. <laughs> the Texans are gonna be worse. Yeah, but regardless, I mean, he's going up against backups. Mm-hmm. He's also throwing to backups and being protected by backups. So there's a little bit of that on both sides. Grant, this isn't, You're you know. Funchess a backup? Well, I mean, with the exception of Funchess, who balled out and did not say any racial slurs <laughs> after the game. So he finally got the hang of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's, you know, he's kind of with the second team playing against second team. I'm not going to go full Bears fan that we'll get into later and crown him, mm-hmm. but I liked what I saw for the most part. I mean, he did look a little lost the first couple of drives. I think it's kind of lost on a lot of people that he didn't play a snap of actual live football for like 600 days. Yeah. All the other, you know, true rookies that played this last week, you know, 200 some or, you know, somewhere around there days. And he is like triple that. So I thought it was good. I thought he had, you know, some nice throws, not a lot of like full on just misses. Um, you know, he looked fairly confident and, you know, he had a touchdown and it was fun to watch. So I don't have a lot of notes. I mean, I, I think if you try to make too much out of, you know, one preseason game, you know, like I said, you're a Bears fan. So I'm not going to overreact, but it could have been a lot worse. I mean, he could have gone out there and, you know, gotten killed and that didn't happen so i was really happy to see that right i mean like it's hard because you were as we're going to talk about all the the rookie quarterbacks the five rookie quarterbacks plus jordan love making their nfl debut i mean yes it's against preseason a lot of them are going against backups Mm -hmm. um 
the playbooks are very limited for them right now. But they but you can look at the stat lines between the quarterbacks no, and, like, and, and draw some thing. conclusions. You can't really you can never really look at just stat lines for quarterbacks in the preseason because we don't that doesn't tell the whole story. Like you can be like, "Oh, well he was mm-hmm. 6 of 9 passing." It's like that's pretty good, but three of those were dump offs. Like yeah. you have to look at that's why like we're going to talk about obviously like Trey Lance and you know, he had the one really nice ball, but was his completion percentage great the rest of the game? No. Ew. But you have to be like that looks really good. In the very limited action that you have, you have to treat that. It's always with a grain of salt. And yeah. you cannot get like you have to fight that urge of getting extremely excited about someone because, you know, it it might not work. Like look, look what happens when they go up against, you know, yeah, I mean, Live, and number any ones. single one of these rookies, you know, probably will get punched in the mouth to start the season whenever they, if they do, you know, eventually see action in mm-hmm. real regular season NFL games. Um, I guess real quick to kind of round out, I didn't have a lot of other takeaways, honestly, from the Packer game. Uh, like you said, Funchess looked good. He had a couple awesome catches. He really... I was writing him off and now he's kind of making a problem where I think he's going to have to be on this roster and mm. that's going to make it weird with Randall Cobb and Amari Rogers and all the other guys that are there. I think we're going to probably carry like seven receivers into the season. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Funch is going to play special teams. So that's kind of an issue, but I don't know. I guess it's good that well, he's good. Who would be the receivers? So obviously Devante. You got Devante, Lazard, MVS. Those guys aren't even playing in this game and yeah. that wasn't for injury. That was just... They have their spots locked up. You have Cobb. That would be. What if they cut Randall Cobb? Just, I mean, just, just, a just power just, move for Rogers. He thinks he won. Just, just say, "Fuck, Goots." Yeah. Like I got final decisions here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, so we got we got Cobb, and we got Amari Rogers, the draft pick. Yeah. So that's five right there. Then you had Funchess, and that's six. Yeah. You still have uh, Equinemius St. Brown, Malik Taylor. Um, Oh, what's his name? Some guy. He was a camp darling this year, and he's making a lot of waves. I mean, so I, probably do be... you have any catches? There's a guy, DeAndre Tompkins, Reggie Begleton, no, no, Kylan Hill, no, uh, Chris Blair, no. Those are only ones that are. But he's a guy in the that box. he's a guy that might play special teams. So I mean, that's six or seven almost for sure. Mm. And I don't know. So that's kind of interesting. Another takeaway: uh, Eric Stokes, very limited reps. Mm-hmm. And I choose to look at that optimistically as hopefully he's already taken Kevin King's job. Right. Now, I don't know if he has yet, but I'm kind of leaning towards he will pretty soon. Um, I think, you know, I mean, King got hurt during training camp. And a lot of guys get hurt during training camp, but Kevin King is always hurt. Right. And that just, you know, makes the argument that much stronger. And then also in the DBs, Josh Jackson got absolutely cooked by the Texans' second offense. And... No surprise to anyone. He got traded, I think, yesterday um, for an equally underwhelming cornerback from the Giants. They basically just swapped, like, kind of bad players. I don't really – it's not a lose. It's not a win. It just kind of is. I mean, I don't think Josh Jackson was maybe going to make this team, right? Um, you know, once final cuts come. So, I don't know. That's all I really had to say. Um, it was fun to see football. It was fun to see Jordan Love and – and we didn't lose quite as badly as you, sorry fucks. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> so there's a nice transition into the Vikings Broncos uh first preseason game. We had 30 players not playing to this game. So did the Packers. 
But here's also a difference here. <laughs> the Broncos decided to, for the entire first half, they're, if you don't know, they're in the midst of a quarterback battle between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. Clash of the Titans. The entire first half, they decided to leave all of their starters, with the exception of Cortland Sutton and Melvin Gordon playing. Everyone else, they're all the ones. Judy's in there, KJ Hamler's in there, Noah Fant's in there. Uh, The whole offensive line was in there? The whole offensive line is in there. So you you have (laughs) all the people that you'd expect to see when you play the Broncos, minus Cortland Sutton with an injury is why he's not playing. Mm -hmm. Uh, He probably won't play at all all preseason. But you have all the starters going against the the old the the most like senior member essentially or guy that played the most played for us was Cam Danzler for a couple series mm-hmm. and that was it we had no no one on defense none of our main guys on defense um, you had a little bit of Weatherly but that's just because uh, Weatherly and um, DJ Wanham are going for I actually don't even know if Weatherly played. I don't know. Well, I think he's, he's a on the box score. Guys, yeah. Well, th- that that's a camp battle. So we're like on the other opposite defensive end of Daniel Hunter. Um, that's a camp battle. So they, we might we're going to see them obviously more as the preseason goes on, and and we're going to see starters this week. Um, you know, I don't think we're going to see Jefferson just because the AC joint sprain, um, but which is fine. I mean, they he's been practicing and all that, so. He's fine. Did did Mond play? Yeah, Mond. Okay. Yeah, so so Browning started the game, and then Mond came in uh, and played. They basically played a half and a half. Mm-hmm. So this this role this battle is for QB two, and when Kellen Mond was out with COVID uh, for a little while, he had before the, today he had three practices under his belt with the team, but then he got thrown in the game. Pretty so good. so his playbook was very limited, very, very bare bones. I mean, nothing really flashy at all. Um, Jake Browning, on the other hand, it wasn't as limited for him. And he's he's kind of, people are like, ooh, he might be Mr. Mankato. This might be a you know a little darling for us. And no, no, he is, he, he's not good. He's not good. I mean, the, Patrick Sertan, who the Broncos passed on Justin Fields for, the corner from Alabama, Picked him off for pick six. Justin Sertan played great. I, I think, or Patrick Sertan played great. I think he is going to be very, very good. He is definitely a day one starter. And so it's like. Yeah, he, he's going to be excellent. Is, is he going to be franchise quarterback impactful? They're playing the long game, Kevin. Uh, yeah. You know who's going to be the Broncos quarterback next year, right? T- Teddy. No, no. Well, well, dude, Teddy threw a touchdown in U.S. Bank Stadium, which has never happened before. Correct. So that was because cool. He was he the majority of his playing when we were at TCF. Yes, because the that you guys tempted fate with that mural of him in U.S. Bank before the first season of U.S. Bank, and he was smited by fate. Are you making fun of an injury? No, right now? no, it's just a fact. Seems like a low blow. Um, <laughs> no, so. Not much to say about this game. A couple things that we already knew. Um, You know, Dakota Dozier is terrible. The first points were him drawing a holding penalty or having a holding penalty in the end zone for a safety. Uh, That was great. I want to start a GoFundMe to just keep Dakota Dozier on the Vikings. And, like, it'll pay his whole salary 
cuts, and you don't have to start him. You just get to keep him around. Cuts have been happening, and it's the first <laughs> round of them. So there's still a lot of cuts to be made to get down, you know, the 53 man roster. Well, he's still on the team, and I'm like, what have you seen? Like, I I don't care if you say, oh, he looks great in practice or he's having good practices. He looks trash in games. That's what matters, right? He's like, got an alliteration name, though. It's terrible. I just, I, 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 I'm more convinced that he has dirt on the Vikings. I don't know, like what, like yeah. how is he still employed now that we've added to the offensive line where it's like we don't need to play him anymore. We had to last year. I guess he we, has he has dirt on. Uh, he has to. So yeah. it's it's bad. Uh, I'm. It, He's no way in hell going to be the week one starter. He's not. He's never practicing with the ones. Thank God. So if he were practicing with the ones, I would be petrified. I, I, <laughs> I, I I'd be extremely nervous. But it was bad. Uh, Britton Colquitt, our punter, bad day. Uh, Zimmer was not happy. Zimmer just hates special teams. I get it. He's, Wait, Mike Zimmer? He like it's old school football coaches that just hate kickers and punters in general. But like Zimmer has a reason. Like he he's been just burned by them, so I get it. But like Colquitt had a bad bad game. He had some really bad punts, and that's not ideal. Um, some good notes: AJ Rose came in because um, you know obviously Dalvin and. Um, uh, the, the Madison didn't play, and mm-hmm. then Kenny Nwangu, the guy that we draft the speedster from Iowa State as a primary return guy, but possibly could work his way into you know the offense as a gadget kind of a player. He hurt his knee, I guess, in the early in the game on special teams, so he was out the whole game. So AJ Rose got a ton of carries, uh, had 100 yards on 25 carries, looked pretty good. I mean, he, I, I never, I didn't know about him before, so I mean. He looked good, um, and Kellen Mond, I liked what I saw in the limited that you can see. It's one of those things like you can only see so much. I'm, I mean, I'm intrigued to see this week and next week uh, as the playbook. They've already Clint Kubiak's already said playbook's going to be more open. Like it's he's really you know getting up to speed with it and every time you say Clint Kubiak I think you fucked up for a second just like for a, for a small period I'm like that's not that's not his name yeah it is now <laughs> <laughs> good old Gary's retired he's rode off in the sunset um Clint Wyatt Davis looked really good uh he got he got kind of pushed around in the beginning but he got his feet settled and he looked good I mean he looked to be the player that we're hoping him to be at right guard so I'm interested to see how that goes. I don't see him being a day one guy. Like I don't think he's going to start. Just what if all the other offensive linemen are paying Dakota Dozier to make them look good? Have we thought of that? No, I don't like that. But maybe. <laughs> and he I don't like know. he blows it up in practice every day, and he's awesome. And then he gets out there, and yeah, it's all just a ruse. Um, another last note: uh, Greg Joseph didn't miss a kick. You know, he we only had two of them, but. Made them both, and uh, they weren't like chip shots, which I'm like, all right, that looked pretty good. I liked it. One of them was, I guess. But we so much that we cut Riley Peterson, the other guy that we brought in, a little kicking competition. I think we're going to roll with Greg Joseph. Like, whatever. Hopefully we don't have to kick many, rely on him too much, but you never know. Yeah, you, you rarely have to kick the ball in football. Well, hopefully you don't have to over-rely on your kicker. I mean, just, just score touchdowns. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a good offensive strategy. Yeah. You should coach. Yeah, thank you. All right, let's go into the 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 rookies making their debuts. Uh, let's keep it in division. Let's talk about Mr. Justin Fields. I was gonna say we got to talk about the guy that made by far the most buzz. Yeah. Uh, he he did throw a touchdown to a man in his own zip code. And he ran for one. Yeah, so he hit a wide open, I don't know, probably a tight end. It's the Bears. Yeah, it was wide open. Yeah. Dude. And he kind of walked in, saw a lot of yeah, tweets. Je- Jesse, Jesse James, he yeah. found his way on the Bears. He's one of the many oh, tight ends there. Wow. He used to be a stealer, but... I saw a lot of takes that that touchdown looked like all of Robert Tunyon's touchdowns, and I have to agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it was it was a good play. He scored a touchdown. Um, it was a very easy throw, and I feel like there's a lot of people that are too excited about that touchdown, and then there's a lot of people that are using the fact that it was an easy throw to completely discount everything that Fields did. Right. And he looked pretty good. Yeah. Like. He, he he was put in some rough situations early when he yeah. came in, when the third and longs, the false starts, and what do you want to call it? So he's back in his own end zone, so it's like it's hard to do anything there. Um, his touchdown run looked good, where he went off off script, where he kind of like, you know, backpedaled away from a guy reaching to try to grab him, and almost looked like he got got a nick of his face mask. But then he, he you know, he ran it in, and you could tell the DB like because Justin Fields, he's like a supercharged. Like Dak Prescott, body wise, like, he's almost like in that Cam he's a Newton four, category. He's a, he's a four four yeah. guy, and he is six three, six four, two hundred and twenty plus pounds. Dude's like, huge. He's, he's a big guy. He forces business decisions, and and like the the DB was like, nah, I'm not doing that. And he basically just walked into the end zone, and mm-hmm. like it would have been right at the goal line. It would have been a touchdown regardless, but. I mean, it's probably a hit that gets made in the regular season. Yeah, but but in the preseason, like. Eh, um, I, I think the biggest thing that I noticed was, like I said, he is very fast. He it, it defies that like what he should be able to do. Like I, I'm like that. It's like Cam Newton essentially, and he's just a little. He's a more agile. It's it's like if you take D- Dak Prescott like body with Kyler Murray kind of like quickness, quickness and wheels, yeah. like the shifting. I'm like that's scary, and obviously it's there's a lot more that has to come into play. Like that's why, you know, Cam Newton ran his issues because his passing was not as refined, but Justin yeah. Fields can throw the ball better or he's, he's more of a polished passer than Cam Newton was. So, well, when you talk about the bears specifically, I think, you know, you've got Andy Dalton and you've got Justin Fields. And I don't think there's a huge Delta there in terms of throwing ability. No. And I think Fields did a good job kind of, Showing the league, you know, he checked the things Andy can't do box right. with that running touchdown. Right. Because there's no way. And I think that's what you want in a backup quarterback. You don't want your backup quarterback to be a carbon copy of your starter. Like, well, there's talk now that he might not be the backup. Well, I, yeah. And I still don't think they should roll in with Justin Fields. I don't think they should do it week one because they're playing like need, the Rams or something. Yeah. And you yeah. need to get him against ones. Like, this is all against, like, Miami's a good defense. Their stars like Xavier and Howard wasn't playing. You know, a lot of their defensive line and other corners weren't playing. So, yes, it's it's what you have. What the cards you're dealt, he did really well. Um, there were a couple things like I liked his his command. It seemed of the offense. He seemed to settle down. He's a super confident dude, from what yeah, I've seen. Yeah, which good. That's what you need in a quarterback. You absolutely need that. Yeah. And I do want to just caution. This is where I noticed. I, I saw this thing on Twitter after the game. Um, do you know what other quarterback 
had a really good first preseason game? Uh, is his name Mitchell? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky went 18 of 25 for 166 yards and a touchdown in his first preseason game. He also ran three times for 38 yards. He accounted. He was, they scored 13 of their total 17 points in that game when he was on the field. Pretty, pretty, pretty similar mm-hmm. to to Mr. Justin Fields. I'm not saying they're the same. I'm I, just I saying am. they're the same. You need to. If you're a Bears fan, you gotta be. You can be excited. You can't go and saying he's the Messiah. We found our Savior. This is it. I choose to just Too let early. them have it. In the words of Bane, there can be no true despair without hope. You have to just let them have it because. Mm. You know, like, it's not fun to make fun of the Lions because they don't have hope. I'm not saying, yeah, and this is not me saying you cannot be excited about your new your new quarterback. Yeah. You absolutely should be. Just don't be going around saying, I can't believe all these teams passed on him. He is the next Patrick Mahomes. He's the next, you know, all that. Like, there are, it, it, it takes a long time to hit that, like, not bust. From the man that predicted the downfall of Josh Allen, temper your expectations on Can Justin be- Fields. Okay. Yeah, putting words which is not right, but all right. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Trey Lance. All right, Trey Lance, I I liked what I saw. I don't think he, I mean obviously like they they can't put him out there at the start either. No, nor they nor his, should they. His whole stat line was propped up by one eighty yard touchdown, which granted, pretty awesome throw, pretty yeah. awesome play in general. But besides that, I mean, he was like five of fourteen for forty yards. Yeah. Like he did not have a great day. And that's fine, but I don't know. I I was I was whelmed because he's like the kind of the physical potential guy that you know he he had a lot of hype and a lot of you know he just needs refinement and I don't know maybe he just needs more refinement. But I didn't really see anything that knocked my socks off. He's got an arm, right? And also, he's he's only twenty one years old, so there is no rush. Absolutely no rush to get him in. That's what I'm saying. Like Jesus Christ, I feel old. Yeah, he he was born in 2000. Oh God, <laughs> out of Marshall, Minnesota. Jesus. A little fact for you, but yeah. So he is he's young, but he's six four two twenty. Like he he has the physical yeah attributes. He has the arm. Clearly, he might have like I I, I saw a uh, a back and forth like a Twitter thing from uh, Trevor Sikama. Uh, shout out Trevor. He had Trevor or Trey Lance might have the best or like the highest like velocity mm-hmm. in the league at this point. Like well, he that's what Trevor was hardest. saying. Like back when we had him on months mm-hmm. ago, we were talking about the draft, you know, beforehand where, you know, I think he just, he has these great physical yeah. abilities. He just Things needs to translate teach. it. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, and like he's with everything is, he's in the perfect place for that. You know, Kyle Shanahan, is is a guy that you, you know, he obviously was at the helm of the a, a big reason I think for Matt Ryan being the MVP that year. I mean, you see what he's done with quarterbacks, even Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is not physically gifted, uh, other than his looks, his, his face, yeah, but, yeah. but his like, you know, intangibles are not not like out of this world, like Patrick Mahomes, Josh, you know, all these guys that you're just like, it's stupid what they can do. Yeah, but. He's he's got I think the most out of Jimmy Garoppolo that he can. I mean, he's yeah. coached him up really well. Um, there's limitations, but Trey Lance is a, is a guy that like 
you know, you don't know his limitations until you go. That's what Andy Reid's been having with Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, you want you that's the perfect thing for a quarterback coach guy. You know, have, have, you want to have that prospect that you can mold. And if you get them, if you get the right mindset under them, it can be really, really good. So I, I don't want to see Trey Lance too early. I he I think he's the future. I like him. I was hoping that he'd. Fall. I mean, obviously, when we did our mock thing, I was ecstatic that he <laughs> fell to the Vikings. Yeah, that was, was like, pretty stupid. It's like there's no way that's happening. That was but, that was, that was a effect of the uh, no trades rule. That yeah, we I was applied. like in this way, in this in this format, I'm like if he falls here, I'm like absolutely. Yeah, and and I think too, like if, Ju- if if Justin Fields was at us with to us at 13, the Vikings would have taken him. I think, but. Yeah, and then in terms of, I think, going to other guys, I didn't actually get to see much of any of the other guys. Mac mm-hmm. Jones, um, name escapes me. Looks like he's 12th place Zach for the Jets. Wilson. Zach Wilson, come on. Yep. Uh, I didn't really get to see. They're, they're scrimmaging with the Packers like I this know. week. Yeah, yeah. I saw things about like how Zach Wilson's like fanboying um, yeah. over Aaron Rodgers. But, yeah, uh, but I, I didn't really get to see either of those two guys do a whole lot. I'm really interested. The one that interests me the most, because Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence will be the starters. That's Oh, my God. I forgot Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, the, <laughs> the number one pick, the hot, the best draft prospect or quarterback I'm prospect over since it. Andrew Luck. He's a bust. You know, that whatever, that guy. Um, so Trey, the, those two guys, or the ones that we've named uh, or talked about already, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones now uh, that we're going into, they're not the sure one day one guys we they we agree that they're all these guys are the quarterbacks of the future for their respective franchises um but the timing of them we're unsure like we could see you know justin fields in october we could see trey lance maybe in november may, but probably not because i don't see the the 49ers sputtering where they'd be like we need to throw them in um yeah and then mac jones Mac Jones is one interesting to me. I think I could see him winning the job, but with its Bill Belichick, I feel like Cam Newton will be the starter there. Um, I think he will too. I could see him coming in later in the season, but not right away. Yeah, and and I think maybe with an injury to Cam because Cam has had a history of that. So possibly with an injury, uh, I think Mac Jones looked good. I think he. He seemed to have a really good gr- like every time I watch him play because you look at him and I can't get that picture of like where he has like the cigar out of his <laughs> mouth where I'm like you should not be good at football you may not like it but this is what peak performance <laughs> I looks know, like no and it's like how do you already have a dad about it 20 years old or whatever it was and that picture was and playing college football I know and I'm like but that's the thing though quarterback bodies are weird you could have guys like Cam Newton that are like you're a linebacker that throws mm-hmm. like that's scary yeah, and I, then you have dudes like even like this summer Aaron Rodgers at Hawaii he looks yeah. old but great he's well, I, I saw 40. a picture of like it was at some camp in the offseason it was Justin Fields and Jordan Love right next to each other and like Fields had his shirt off and the dudes just shredded yeah and all these Bears fans are like, "Oh, look at that!" I'm like, "That doesn't matter, though." I know. Like, like I've seen, relevant. I've seen pictures of like of Kirk Cousins because he'll practice with, you know, like a, in like a cutoff. Kirk's or got the strength of the Lord. Uh, hey, you know, he didn't, <laughs> he's got I've, the Holy Spirit. There, there are some pictures where I'm like, Kirk, either you hit in the weight room or I've just never noticed. I'm like, that's weird to see. Like, you don't you look at his face. And then, like that, you shouldn't have to have those arms. Yeah, like, that's weird. He's like injecting quarterback holy bodies water are weird. His veins. And so, but Mac Jones, he looked in control. He, I think, I like it. I like him with Josh McDaniels, and you know, 
if they can, I mean, he's he's the closest to Tom Brady coming into call into the pros of any of the prospects. So it fits. It makes sense why they drafted him. Yeah, it sure works. Um, you know, I don't know. That's obviously a massive ask and really big shoes to fill. Luckily, he's had a couple seasons of Cam Newton to yeah easily gloss over. But now before we'll before we talk about Trevor Lawrence, because I don't have any thoughts on Trevor Lawrence. I thought that I don't know the Jaguars as a unit just looked terrible, mm-hmm. but kind of the focal point of that was Tim fucking Tebow. Yeah, <laughs> he. I saw fairly two well. different. Just atrocious. I don't even want to call them blocks. I mean, he tried to block someone and just fell twice. There was there was one where he he kind of ran out across the middle of the field and then like looked like he was going to get targeted and Lawrence threw it to like the guy right next to him. And he I, just went, like, I honestly oh, think the throw was going to. I uh, know it wasn't. It definitely wasn't Trevor Lawrence because he wasn't in the game that long. Was it okay? I yeah. think it was Minshew or whatever or someone. Uh-huh. Maybe it was Luton, Luton, Jake Luton. I don't know. Yeah, Bether, They played four quarterbacks, which is crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Um, and both the backups did really well. Like but it was Bether. the most like awkward. It was like a Minnesotan. Like, oh, sorry. Like he yeah. was just like right in the way. I, I, and like, <laughs> obviously, so Tim Tebow was cut. Um, yeah, he was cut after that game. Shocker. He clearly spent more time working up his arms than he did blocking technique. And I, which is weird because you'd think a former quarterback would know more about blocking technique well, than he'd have more anyone non blockers for it. You right. know, like it's the reason that he didn't get sacked on every play. And Well, quarterbacks have to know blocking assignments, they have to know that. And like, well, but it wasn't that he was missing his assignment, he was just missing the block yeah, it's, itself. That's rough. I don't know. Well, yeah. he's he's gone, and see ya. Number um, one selling jersey last Tre- month. Trevor Lawrence, I don't... The only person competing with him is Gardner Minshew, and Minshew looked bad. Um, well, let's think about... We got Trevor Lawrence, we got Zach Wilson. Neither one of these guys are actually competing for the job. No, so the, the only difference The only difference is that, like, Trevor Lawrence is going to a place where Gardner Minshew has started, like, a full season before. So it's like... Whereas they sh- the Jets shipped off their yeah. previous starter. So he's no longer there. So clearly a backup from last year is not going to jump over the number two pick. Yeah. Like when they neither of them have but, played. But either way, you know, we know for a fact that we're going to see both these guys in mm-hmm. the regular season, you know, presumably right away yeah. and get to, you know, make judgments about them based off of regular season, you know, action. So there's, there's less people talking about it because there will be time enough for – takes on those guys right away when the season starts we don't really need to make it right now yeah correct and and like we said like next week we're gonna have a a better picture of these guys because they're coming in with as limited playbooks as they can have i mean they're gonna it's only gonna be more and more seeing what they can do like zach wilson is one of the was one of the best deep ball passers in college football and the ability to throw off platform and what he could do with his arm what is what made him so special and like why he jumped up to number two out of basically nowhere. Um, and he, he was very limited. He was a lot of short passes. He was six of nine for 63 yards. So I, I think we're going to, it's only going to be improved from there. Um, yeah. Jury's still out on that one. And I don't know that kind of wraps up my thoughts on. Yeah. Let's, let's get into hard one. knocks. Um, all right. This is the point in Hard Knocks where obviously week the first episode was 
you know, you check in. You get the check ins with Dak. You get the check ins with Zeke. All the all the main guys. You kind of see him. You talk. You we met Micah Parsons, who's uh, kind of like a yeah. I mean, per- permission like to speak freely. Yeah. Uh, this episode sucked. Yeah. I literally fell asleep and had to watch the second half again the the next day because I it just wasn't even when they were in a preseason game. Yeah. It, I mean, they highlighted this one dude that probably won't make the team. At least they kind of did that. They had a guy Kamara I, they, that they did was we, like, we a saw, camp story. Clearly, we're seeing because yeah. we talked about that's what we're missing. Yeah, Azur Kamara, uh, who we'll talk about him in a second. But there was um, they were lacking of like who he's usually hard knocks. They they you know they pick out a handful of guys, usually two, three, maybe four guys that are on the cusp. They're on the bubble. We're not sure if they're gonna make the team. And last and, episode we got zero. Yeah, because unless like, you think they're gonna cut Zeke, and they're not. They ain't. <laughs> they ain't cutting Micah Parsons, and you know all all these stuff. We're like, all right, well, let's just you know. There's no human drama element, right? And so we saw a lot of that. Finally, like Ben DiNucci got a lot of screen time. Oh my god. Okay, the can Denu- we talk about Denuch. Mike McCarthy calls him Denuch, and that's not shorter than Denucci. Like you no. should call him Nooch. Yeah, that's what it should be, and he keeps going. Let's go, Denuch. Like that's hard to say still. I I will say, obviously we get a lot of Mike McCarthy. Okay, and... can we talk about how much he says fuck? Yeah. Did he? I want to know because I never got to see like much behind the scenes of him in Green Bay. Did he swear that much in Green Bay, or is this a lot like of, a lot of new football, Mike? A lot of NFL coaches do that. I mean, I know, like, but I never got the impression he never seemed like a fiery guy to me. Yeah, and so it's like. Probably because he knows his job's got him on the line. Yeah, he he probably just like went down to you know Dallas and is like, okay, how can I how can I reinvent myself? And he opened like old reliable, and it's just like fuck. And he just I'm gonna use this a lot, right? Like it's it it doesn't feel natural when he says it. Well, that's like Dan Quinn too. Yeah, Dan Quinn, stop putting your hat backwards. Stop it. Yeah, you are that shouldn't be allowed. Almost sixty years old, probably probably older than (laughs) sixty, and he just like I, I I'm like you weren't. Were you like this with Atlanta? I don't know. Like, it, I'll, I cannot get out of my head. Probably not. Steve Buscemi walking in and be like, what's up, young kids? Or like, you know. Fellow kids. Yeah, yeah, the fellow kids. Like, I can't get that out of my head whenever I see him. He's just so corny. Both of them are. But which is what I like. I I, I never disliked. Like, I disliked Zeke for him being an Ohio State guy and constantly wearing his... I mean, he's a very cocky dude. He's yeah, easy to dislike. But, but I, I like what I've seen. Like, he doesn't seem to take himself seriously at all. Like, he's always just like... No. He's the he's the antithesis of Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Which is great. I'm like, because I just don't... I just don't respond to Mike McCarthy at all. I can't take him seriously. Yeah. And I, it's almost better... Like, I take Zeke seriously when he's not taking himself seriously. And, like... Him just sitting on the sideline, talking about like seeds, like he's just having the sunflower seeds. And him yeah. and Dak talking about hot dogs. He's like, I see, like going over the bald dude's head, being like, I see a lot of glizzies in my future. And he's like, it's kind of a weirdo. Yeah. Oh, he absolutely. But is it's a endearing. Weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I think, I, I, I think the the one question that I have after Hard Knock season two is. Where the fuck were the mojo moments? Uh, yeah, because we, we that got dropped moments. so fast, and it lends credence to my theory that I think Mike just made that up for week one of Hard Knocks, and he just like threw it together on the you know on the drive in that day. He's like, shit, I gotta have like yeah, a like, thing. He, no, he, he what he did was he watched uh, Friday Night Lights before because <laughs> it knows it takes place in 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 uh, yep. Odessa, Texas, and he's like, 
Oh, they're they're like the mojo. That's that's their thing. Like, yeah, well, what's what's another M? Alliteration's king. Moment. Mike McCarthy, mojo moment. There we go. You know what I love? The letter M. <laughs> he just, <laughs> I don't know. I, I we didn't see that at all. Um, okay, they they have a coach with a British accent. Yeah, I uh, I feel like you Aden, can like Durde or something. He's the defensive yeah. line coach. Yeah, and I feel like you can be an offensive coach with a British accent, but not a defensive coach. I like it. I don't know. I I like him. I I thought it was adorable, and I don't think that's what he was going for. <laughs> like, <laughs> nice. I just I he he was like trying to be you know he was kind of doing that same that same thing that all their coaches seem to be doing yeah. where they're just going really hard and trying to be very intense. But he got this British accent the whole time, and I'm just like I don't I don't buy it. I don't I'm not fired up. I just think you're funny. Yeah, I I don't know. I think that he I think he does a kind of a, a good job of you know. Is what it is, but I do want to talk about. So they obviously had a joint practice with the Rams, which is weird because I never like we. I know we talked about it a little bit. Why do they have the first couple of weeks in California? I, I don't understand. I, still, I don't know, and I didn't care enough to. Google. And now they're because they played. They had the joint practice with the Rams, but then they had to fly to Arizona to play the Cardinals for the preseason game, and then yeah. they had to fly back to Dallas for the rest of training camp. Yeah, so, I don't know. So they had the joint practice. You saw a little bit, like, I'm like, wow, we just saw you guys last year. Um, mm-hmm. Hard knocks, and it's weird seeing them and be like, oh, yeah, all right, they're, you know. Well, dude, sh- shout out to that, like, backup, backup offensive lineman that was like, I'm fucking getting on hard knocks and just started a fight with Aaron Donald. Like, I I will kill myself to get on hard knocks. Yeah, like, <laughs> wild to me. And you saw some Jalen Ramsey. You never saw his face. But you could see him like talking to their fan, like off the sideline, and I don't know. He was, he came up after the game or like after the practice to I think it was to CD Lamb and mm-hmm. some other guys. But well, speaking of CD Lamb and seeing or not seeing people, is Amari Cooper dead? This I, is week two. I of saw no him on Amari the side, He still he didn't play. I saw him on the sideline. Is he hurt still? Well, he had surgery. He had like oh. hip surgery or whatever it was. Because like I don't know. He he had to repair something or. I mean, they surgery. haven't even Off-season. said his name yet. I know it's weird. It's very strange. I'm like, it, it worries me for like fantasy football wise. I'm like, it worries me too because I sell. wanted to take C.D. Lamb, and now he's going to get that hard knocks bump, and he's going to yeah. rise up like crazy. Um, and I also want to feel bad for the other darling that they're kind of give us a, a Azur Kamara, the defensive end, the undersized defensive the, end, the undersi- like comedically yeah, undersized, thirty pounds. Yeah. That's absurd, and I'm like, why was he never changed? Or because he, he was on the practice squad last year, so it's like, why didn't he add pounds? I, I couldn't tell you what's happening. But then they actually kind of, I, I don't know if. So do you think that they highlight like a bunch of bubble guys, and then whoever does something in the preseason game that week gets to actually be on the show? Probably because it seems like a crazy coincidence that they always do make a yeah. play, even though his got called off. That was the saddest thing that in the world. Sucked. I empathize so much. Yeah, it's not often that I get to watch Hard Knocks and. Be like oh, the fucking refs, you yeah. know. <laughs> um, but and also like, he was in camp and you know he rushed. He was rushing Danucci, and he he got past <laughs> the him. he got past the <laughs> offensive lineman. But then the offensive lineman like shoved him mm-hmm. like back and like into the quarterback. I'm like, and the whole team yelled, like, oh, at "Fuck him. you! Oh, what the, get off the fucking quarterback!" And I'm like, "All right, first of all, it's Ben Danucci. Yeah, like, let's." Let's settle Quarterback's down. Quarterback's a strong Let's word. Let's settle down. He's your third string mm-hmm. guy. I get it, but like, hey, he did win no. in chess against M- Mike. Really Parsons, smart, which was really awkward. I didn't like. I was also. Weird. It's like it's impossible to convey a chess match 
in this format. Like no one, you can't look at the moves or anything. No. It's like, oh look, I won because the pieces on the board. Like you can't see it. It's just it was a dumb bit that I don't know why they did. Yeah, I just I didn't understand what they were trying to like. Danucci's smarter than they're probably like Micah. hey Dak come play chess and he was like fuck you and and they're like, oh did you you gonna play chess I, yeah, like, he probably goes oh yeah I used to play all the time are, are you gonna <laughs> cut me if I don't <laughs> yes but I don't know I think he I, I feel I feel for Azur Kamara I don't see him making the team just because of his size he's gonna be a great practice squad guy yeah again I guess but like yeah it was sad because his family was there and they came in hey man practice squad makes good money you know yeah I mean yeah, you they're know. all worse things you, you just get your asses kicked for the whole season but like hey you know your foot's yeah. in the door I get it um I I don't I, know I don't really have many other notes in this episode just because like I said I I do Not think happened. You, you, the, the offensive lineman that was like, "I want that cake." Mm-hmm. Like, I want that. Was that is that the same dude? Like the other, like the don't know, oh, like Alarakin or uh, Alaracone or something. I don't know that it one guy be. they were kind of showing later in like during the game. They showed him a bunch. Uh, maybe like I th- I thought it was him. Maybe I I'm still so baffled by the kept showing that offensive lineman just wanting the cake. I can't believe they showed that in the first episode and didn't follow it up with like anything else. Like he's not a character. He even shows he his just name. Had, no, he he was facing the camera. You couldn't see really his number or his he name. He was just so out of breath. He just had the best moment of the whole of of hard. That's the best moment of hard knock so far. Just <laughs> I want that cake. I loved uh, for five minutes. I don't know who it was in the post credit thing or like as the credits were rolling where it showed like Dak in like the like the leg rehab place or whatever mm. like the it's like the cool yes, the, the credits I, I got to the credits go on well they uh the guy next to him apparently he went to lsu where dak wanted to go like he that's where he wanted to go he never got a scholarship there he couldn't go there that's why he went to mississippi state and i guess when dak finally beat mississippi beat lsu uh his junior year his only time he lost Freshman, sophomore, and senior year to LSU. And the only time he beat LSU was his junior year. He went into Death Valley where LSU happened to be bad that year. And that was when Mississippi State was really good. They were, like, number one at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I guess, was, like, crying after beating them and, like, won. And the dude next to him was just giving him all this shit. Being like, <laughs> man, like, I remember you, like... All you wanted to do, all little Dakota wanted to do, was was go play for LSU. And note, do they want him? Uh uh-uh. uh. And so you had to go to Mississippi State. And all then you said, I need to beat them. And you only did it one time. And boy, did you cry when you did. He's just like <laughs> laughing. Like, I love that you just give your starting quarterback just endless shit. Like, I don't watch the Cowboys enough to know who that was. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just well, great. And that's something that I think Hard Knocks has done so far is that. I don't know. I didn't hate Dak Prescott. I just didn't really care about him at all. Yeah. Like he seems like a nice dude. Yeah, no, I I I always liked I I don't know. I obviously didn't like them when like I like his story because he was a I think a fourth round pick. Yeah, he was like um, a fourth round pick and he's got a lot of adversity, not just the injury last year. He had, you know, a brother lost to suicide and all mm-hmm. kinds of crazy shit that he's had to go through. And and, and like on a professional level, not getting contracts they just kept franchise tagging him and they're like well that, that's just jerry being but, jerry but at the same know? time it's like they keep handing out contracts to all these other guys yeah and it's like i am i am playing really well <laughs> and i'm just not getting paid and like yeah. you're not giving me that you know because a contract extension is the you know the security they're like 
you're our guy for the next yeah hypothetically if you don't extend a quarterback they might get upset they might uh you know cause a lot of drama for months and months and even then you offer them an extension then they say no out of principle and but spite. It, but it wasn't because of contract that wasn't because of money well he wanted an extension they offered him a restructure oh well. and then they offered him an extension later and he was like no fuck Dax, you. Dax also like 10 years younger than Aaron yeah, so he's got a little more career. That's ahead of fair, him. but I'm just saying, you know, re- restructures and extensions. It's a it's a minefield. Who knows how it's going to play yeah, out? There's no way to predict. <laughs> I guess who wants what. I guess. Um, all right, that's that's all I really had for <laughs> Hard Knocks. Well, we. I'm more excited. I'm obviously like I don't. I, I'm just happy football's back, and I want the preseason to be good. And I'm excited that this weekend we actually are going to have some starters play, which, you know, as much as I love seeing young guys, you know, on the bubble, try to make the team and all that, um, it's, you want to know. You have to convince yourself to care about the backups. You care about the starters. Well, and a lot of the thing is, too, you really tune in. You're so excited about preseason because it's been so long. Yeah. It's been since beginning of February. Yeah, you wouldn't watch preseason if it was after the Super Bowl. You know, you you watch it because you've been starved. Right. Um, All right, well, on docket, we're going to, you know, the the Colts are coming to town, playing the Vikings. Like I said, going to have actual lot of starters playing. Which should be good. It looks like the Jets are going to be in town against the Packers. Are you just going through the bottom of the barrel? Is that what this offseason, this preseason is for you guys? I mean, yeah, we we got our choice of preseason teams, and we just picked the four worst ones. We're going to play the Lions next, and then end with the Jags or what? Yeah, just, probably. <laughs> just and we're going to be... lose all four of them. Yep, yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, shout out to the uh, Ravens who have won seventeen preseason games in a row. Unbelievable! They have not lost since twenty fifteen in the preseason. It's ridiculous. That's Chill crazy. out, crazy. And they had to come from behind to win this past week. Yeah. I I'm I've never been so excited about a streak in, in preseason. Bet on the Ravens. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for this week. We'll be back next week to talk about Hard Knocks episode three and technically the second week of preseason. Although really it's the third. I don't know. Preseason is eh. weird with the Hall of Fame game. Either way, it's second preseason game for most of us. Uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Third and Forever presented by Ten Thousand Takes. Go to their website at 10ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search 10K Takes, uh, you can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at uh, third underscore forever 10K, where we post our episodes each week, as well as some other content, memes, videos, GIFs, whatever you want to call it. Uh, a lot more as the season goes on. You can find links to Kevin and I's socials on there as well. Um, no one's still fighting with me. I put it out here with three weeks in a he row. He needs Twitter fights. You guys are cowards. He's going to be very out of Keenan practice. Keenan Allen is better than Justin Jefferson. Not according to the NFL Top 100. So, but hey, Madden is better. So good for him on Madden. Um, all right. I've been your host, Adam Monastrin. As always, by my co-host, Kevin. Kevin, final words. Jordan Love, baby. Jordan Love, baby.